I'm Tom from the Ballpark Bros. Here's Mike. This next presentation on the Four-Eyed Radio Network is brought to you by Revenge Lover. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off on your order. Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. Hello. 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 <laughs> Hi. That's how always how we say there? hello. Why is that always how we say hello? Because <laughs> Seinfeld is hilarious. Uh, true. <laughs> it always makes me think of Mrs. Doubtfire, though. Hello! Oh. Yeah, but we don't do it like that. It's not like, we, hello! We... <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. And now, on Ranger Command Power Hour. Ay, 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 ay! It's the Ranger Command Power Hour! Today on the Power Hour, episode 110, Ranger Nation Spotlight, Ranger Liz. Record on February 7th, 2018. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. It's time to ranger up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as b 47 And I'm Zach, also known as Hollywood. Today's podcast is brought to you by Gamefly.com. Sign up for a premium, free 30-day one game out trial specifically for our listeners at gameflyoffer.com slash ranger command ph today we have a very special ranger nation spotlight with liz also known as ranger liz or gokai ranger on twitter she is creator and host of the ranger week in review youtube series and the toku week in review as well Welcome to Ranger Command, Liz. Hey, guys. Woo! I am stupid excited <laughs> right now to do this. I'm really glad you like you added something onto that sentence, because I think that would have been the first example we ever had of a co-host coming on and be like, I am stupid excited. <laughs> she, I, she continued the thought. Good. I mean, this is silly. I say this is silly all the time, so... <laughs> At this point, it's what you get with me. <laughs> I'm super thrilled to have you on the show. And, you know, we, we've actually had a few people request to have you on our Ranger Nation Spotlight. So, what, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. I feel so special. I mean, I was thinking about it anyway, because it's actually been like 50 episodes since we did our last one. And I'm like, I really need <laughs> to get that going again. <laughs> and what better person than you? I mean, you're blowing up with your YouTube content content that's weekly and multiple shows and videos and <laughs> i really have to give you props for that because i tried to do the whole vlogging thing quite a number of years ago before the podcast and it just takes dedication and time and so i mean i respect any youtuber doing this on a daily basis unless they're you know videotaping dead people in a forest but you know <laughs> Oh man! All right, all right. Scratch tomorrow's video. <laughs> but no, and I just wanted to thank you for the shout out a couple weeks ago on your show for our fourth anniversary. Absolutely. Thanks. When getting into the Ranger fandom and you know Ranger Command Power Hour, you guys are uh, you're a staple. So you were, of course, you know, you follow you guys to get news, and it was a natural extension for one of me starting mm -hmm. a news kind of channel i mean it's like hey and i like talking about podcasts that are out there it's something that maybe some ranger fans don't think of as much right. and it's still a great way to, to get entertainment and news and 
hang out with other fans. Yeah, exactly. I mean, podcasting, it's just such a great medium and we've had some good success with it, but there is a ton of news this week. So we're going to just dive right into it. First off, the Power Rangers, the next season begins casting. So there was a post by Iris Hampton. She's been a long time uh, casting director for many Power Rangers series going all the way back to the original Saban era. The post was since deleted on Facebook. Some people have theorized that they may not be ready to let it be known that there is a new season coming. Or One thing I saw that was a good theory from a Database Ranger is that it might have been pulled because they might still be in negotiations with Nickelodeon to renew whatever contract. So they're just not ready yet. And that's why I think we haven't seen the trademark yet for the next season anyway. What do you guys think? Yeah, that's a good theory. It is possible that they still need to work the negotiations with Nickelodeon. It could just be that Iris slipped and was a little quick on the draw with this <laughs> information. But either way, we're excited and we look forward to see what's coming next. Yeah, for sure. And I don't think there is any doubt that there's going to be another Power Ranger series. Ever since we heard that Bandai America worked with Toei to develop Q Ranger. I don't think there was any doubt that would eventually get over here. Oh, absolutely. I just think people are worried about just the state of the franchise. Things have been rocky quality wise on the television show for the past few years. And I think it's not that we're going to doom and gloom the franchise or anything, but people are concerned, you know, they want, they wanted to see the show keep going. So while I don't think there was any doubt another season was coming, this is just more concrete that, yeah, it's really happening. We're going to start casting soon. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the hope that kills you about the next season, right? Yeah. It's going to be awesome. The next season is going to be awesome. And then you get Victor and Monty, Power Half Hour. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anywho, I know what we're doing for April Fools this year. <laughs> oh God! It, it'd just be a podcast like I, I was. Just, <laughs> it would just be an hour-long podcast of fart noises. That would be our April Fools' and day. Screaming episode. and, and screaming, screaming yeah, and fair. I don't know where milk comes from from a cow. Like, like come on. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> we're not reviewing Ninja <laughs> Steel. That's not this this. Uh, oh, you're oh, lucky. <laughs> I mean, yet. I mean, just not this episode. But in way more exciting Power Rangers news, there was a huge Shattered Grid update. And unless you've been living under a rock, Shattered Grid is the comic book crossover for Power Rangers. It's a huge event with Go-Go Power Rangers series, with the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers series. There's two annuals that are coming out for this, and it's going to be crazy. So a few of the things that we found out yesterday was the JDF, Jason David Frank, voiceover trailer for this motion action comic. And he was actually narrating as Lord Draken, and... It's not Draken. I think he said Draken. I think he did say Draken. Draken? Yeah. Yep. Whatever. It's the, maybe they should have spelled it better. I don't know. Um, but uh, <laughs> I think like a couple of weeks ago or like a month ago or something, he did post 
that he was at Saban Brands with, you know, a big mic in his face. And I assumed that it was ADR for the anniversary episode, but I think it was for this. And I thought it sounded good. I, I had no problems with it. Hype. It was yeah. It was I, awesome. I dug it. I'm looking forward to Shattered Grid now. I mean, not that I wasn't before, <laughs> but I mean, I'm like, even more so, where I'm just like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. And seeing all the other Rangers on the oh. covers, all these other teams we're going to get. Oh. Man, all those covers and the artwork with the artist tribute coming up that's going to celebrate every season. I am so down for all of this. And I've been reading and collecting the variants and all that stuff ever since these came out. But this is like the epitome of epic Power Rangers storytelling, I think. I have such high hopes for it which just because from what boom studios has already done if you are thinking about quality mm-hmm. and your expectations as far as power rangers goes to me i would say my absolute top what i expect in quality is probably boom studios right. and to know that they have all the rangers at their disposal with this giant arc they've been you know they said they've been working up to since issue one pretty much it ooh. And they also released the schedule. Just counting the number of issues, this is going to be 15 comic book issues creating this story. So when they say this is going to be epic, I actually believe the hype, unlike the television show. Because they've proven, Boom Studios has proven over the past two years, that they can nail not one comic book, but two series and two different specials. So I have all the faith that this is going to be one of the most kick-ass things that we'll see in Power Rangers for a while. So February, we get the prelude, kind of prelude issue in Mighty Morphin 24. And then March is the big kickoff issue with MMPR 25. Then there's going to be a prelude in Go Go number 8. In April, we'll have issue 26 of MMPR and we'll have the MMPR 2018 annual. In May, you have a special free comic book day issue, MMPR 27, GoGo Power Rangers number 9, and we'll talk about issue 9 in a second. June, GoGo Power Rangers 10, MMPR 28. July, GoGo Power Rangers 11, MMPR 29. And then finally, to wrap it all up in August which is the anniversary month for Power Rangers. Gogo Power Rangers 12, MMPR 30. So they're going to finish this epic arc in issue 30. That's another milestone. And then there's going to be a standalone special called MMPR Shattered Grid Finale. I think this is going to be huge. I cannot wait to read them. To hype myself up, I almost want to just go back and just reread everything up until now. Just so I feel like I'm not missing any stories or plot points because they teased a little bit about Go-Go Power Rangers issue 9 where for the first time in comic book form there will be an entirely brand new ranger with a familiar female face. They will arrive in a way that allows for a very personal relationship with all the rangers. So, Ryan Perot, the writer, he said, With the first eight issues of Go-Go, I've been trying to do a very small character-based stories, and I wanted to make sure that for Shattered Grid, 
bringing in this new ranger wouldn't just mean that I would have to sidestep all of the storylines I had been building. What was great was when we came up with who they are, they could be brought in a way that actually propelled the personal stories in a way that actually made them better. So I have no idea who this is going to be. I'm hinting it might be Grace, because they've really introduced her character over the past several issues. But I don't know. When they say familiar face, it could be someone that the characters might not know, but us fans know. I don't know what to think about this. My fan theory is it's going to be Kimberly from the Pink Ranger spinoff. Like from the future, kind of. Yeah, so like from the Pink Ranger 6, that little mini-series, because in one of them, and it's something you might be mentioning later, they're going to be able to pull from anywhere in time and space, which is going to be awesome because, you know, they said that you could have Austin St. John, who's normally 40, well, Jason, they could pull him as a teenager to still be with, like, Lauren Sheba, the Red Samurai female ranger, Mm -hmm. whenever she's, you know, in her 20s. And I don't know. I just thought, who could they bring in that's a familiar face that's not already in part of the lore of everything? And that character is so in its own separate world. And then when we left Kim, she wanted to keep fighting. She wanted to keep helping people. Wow. But I have not picked up an issue of Mighty Morphin since uh, 18. And I've not read Go-Go Power Rangers yet. I have a crap ton of reading. Yeah, you do. But I don't know. I was just trying to think lore-wise of who could fit in there. And if it's, I mean, a familiar face, she clearly has a relationship with all the Rangers already. I mean, I would do a water spit take if it ended up being <laughs> But in a story kind of sense, it would be kind of amazing if the person that helped save them from an evil future Tommy is a future good Kim. Right? That would be a really amazing twist. What a dichotomy. She comes from maybe the ultimate good future, whereas Lord Draken is the supremely evil mirror universe timeline (laughs) so i mean to to combat a great evil you have to have a great good and the way this cover looked i mean there's this epic explosion and you see a clearly female form but it's kind of got like a pop collar a cape kim's fashionable Capes are coming in. Have you not seen Luke Hey, Ranger? capes are all the rage. I <laughs> loved them in Maji Ranger, Mystic Force. But my thought when I first saw that is like, wow, this is almost like, like in Sentai, they have Akka Red. And he's kind of got like, you know, his own pop collar. He's got a cape. And I'm thinking, what if she's like the Power Rangers version of Akka Red? Just the ultimate ranger from the future. It's Mrs. Appleby. Oh my god! <laughs> that, that, that would be hilarious. Oh, I'm so sorry for what I'm going to turn your podcast into tonight. <laughs> Everyone get back to class. Stop fighting. <laughs> oh my god. Mr. Her psychic is just Mr. Kaplan's wig. No! <laughs> Her final attack is to send Tommy to detention. <laughs> Oh my god. Now, in an interesting new villain that we will see is Finster 5, who will 
aid Lord Draken in his quest to defeat the Power Rangers. It's a cyborg version of Finster. He's been through some crap, and he was rebuilt by Lord Draken <laughs> with recycled parts from Alpha 5. And I thought this kind of made sense, because when... Tommy and Billy went into the future alternate timeline. There was a school. It, it looked like Alcatraz, but it was Finster Memorial, blah, 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 Academy. And I'm like, well, Memorial means he died. So that would be cool if he's resurrected as some kind of weird looking cyborg deal. He looks cool. He reminds me that he should be like a TMNT villain or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He definitely has that vibe to him with like the, the mix mash parts. Yeah. <laughs> but that's kind of crazy. And over the past few issues, for those that have been reading the series, Finster has really been a major focus as few issues in the main Mighty Morphin Power Rangers series. So I think it's a logical buildup to what's going on in the future. So that's kind of cool. And also in the original crossover, there was Lord Draken's army was built up of these sentries and they're adding some more sentries to his arsenal. Uh, one of them is based on the Zeo Green ranger and it's like a mech based armor tank thing with multiple changing that arms. looks awesome it's, the design uh, on that is so cool it looks so awesome and i really love the uniform that he's wearing too it looks really cool and also the other one is by far i think even cooler than that and it's based off and i never thought i would say something from samurai looks cool but it's the the samurai blue ranger and he's got these like mortal combat looking blades on his wrists and it's just this armored up version of samurai blue and he's got these evil red glowing eyes in the visor it looks pretty slick yes he definitely looks like he will screw you up a little deadpooly too oh yeah I, i got kind of a deadpool vibe from him but like the bad Deadpool from uh, oh, from Wolverine, not oh, like the good Deadpool. With the arm sword things? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was just kind of expecting him to like, I don't know, I think he might actually kill you. <laughs> but the fact that there will be, like, because these are sentries, so that means there's multiple versions of this guy running around. So I'm thinking like an elite ninja squad of, ah, uh, I can't wait for the fight scenes in these issues. They're going to be sick. All the weapons they can pull from? Just from the entire history. It's crazy. I want to see these guys go up against, like, other sword-wielding Power Rangers. Like, I want epic duels in this thing. Lastly, this is from Brian Casentini, executive producer on Power Rangers. He said, Saban's Power Rangers has an incredible 25-year history that we use as a foundation when creating new content like the upcoming boom studio series we always strive to build upon that core mythology and bring fans something new that they've never seen before for shattered grid we are celebrating the brand's 25th anniversary with an epic storyline and many compelling new characters 
To do this, Saban Brands worked in lockstep with Boom Studios and our talented writers and artists to bring to life a modern, sinister ranger character whom our fans definitely don't want to miss. Wow. Yeah, I can't wait for this, man. It's going to be in a crazy series. Yeah, this is the thing that's going to get us through the show's hiatus. This is going to be the thing that everyone is going to be talking about. I cannot wait to just talk about every single issue on the podcast. It's going to be sweet. I can't wait for just the, the artwork and how many stills people are just going to be grabbing and using as uh, profile pictures. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's my thought, too, is, like, that first really good shot of Billy is just, like, right there, right there on the... <laughs> well, I mean, when they revealed that doggy on the cover from the variants, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm totally grabbing this. This is awesome. And I use that for my profile picture. And they even mentioned, like, how doggy how he would interact with Zordon, and I'm like, this is going to be so cool. (laughs) (laughs) I would watch Doggy interact with anyone. Yeah, pretty much. Well, speaking of, they went to SPD and Hyperforce last night, right? They did. See, I I gotta catch up. They interacted with Doggy Kruger. Oh, man. I gotta catch up. I I don't want to spoil anything, but let's say that Zach played Doggy well, Uh because you kind of wanted to, like, slap him but you knew that he was right uh yeah i mean doggy's always uh busting out those uh lessons he is but i that's what i loved about doggy career he was just so like dry with their innards just to the point like he would not put up with their crap it was pretty good okay see i'm trying to catch up i know i got a lot of catching up to do but man the reveals that they've had lately with the time for silver ranger and all this, mm-hmm. all this stuff in the fan art I'm seeing. Oh, you gotta kick it up. There was a big, again, no spoilers, there was something very big happened uh, at the end of last episode. So, definitely when you catch up, I'm, I'm just trailing off on that one, but <laughs> it, it was good. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll be geeking out with, with everyone else. So now we're going to talk about some new products and stuff coming out. First off, the Legacy Power Rangers Zeonizer and Golden Power Staff. Details and packaging were released. Tsuyoshi Nakana, he is the toy designer at Bandai. He's an artist at Power Morphicon. You can get commissions from. On his Facebook page, he revealed the first look at the packaging for the Legacy Zeonizer and Golden Power Staff. And it's going with that awesome, like, black packaging that they've been doing for the toys. I think they look pretty sweet. It's sexy packaging is what it is gorgeous yes and it wasn't just packaging he did reveal some new details that weren't really verified before first the zeonizer will have a multi-color led dial which allows for the different color lights on the zeo crystal so you can morph into any of the five zeo rangers that is so awesome yeah it's so good. The Zeo crystal is the smaller subcrystal, not the giant prop from the show. That's the crystal and the morpher. That looked pretty sweet. It was done in nice clear red. So I'm really hoping that the lights really interact with it and it looks really cool. And the Zeonizer will play the Zeo theme song. I hope it's not the quality of the Legacy Morpher version one. Yeah, I hope not either. <laughs> I don't want to buy multiple versions of this thing because it's already going to be like a hundred bucks. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's coming out soon. Yeah, 
It should be. I thought pre-orders, at least some of the places were saying February 2018, but then Amazon was saying, like, April, so you never know. I think Entertainment Earth also pushed it back to April. Good, because, you know, my wallet needs a break lately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the Golden uh, Power Staff. The movable blade is confirmed, and the staff will play Go Gold Ranger theme song. And somewhere, our buddy Chris is having a, a hot flash. He doesn't know why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think he knows why. It's all this stuff. It's super cool. I'm definitely going to pick these up for sure. Real quick, the Legacy Zionizer, according to Big Bad Toy Store, they have not changed their uh, pre-order ETA. That does still say February 2018. All right. Well, I may be visiting any one of those sites because I cannot count on my Toys R Us at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm knowledgeable. I can find. That's what I do. And also on the Zio front, the Power Rangers Legacy six and a half inch series five has been found at retail. This also comes from Toku Nation. The next series of figures have been found. Brandon E. on Power Rangers Buyers, Traders, and Sellers Facebook group found the Legacy Zeo Blue Ranger and Dino Thunder Black Ranger at his local mire in Ohio. The 6.5-inch Zeo Red Ranger was also spotted in a case refresh pack of Series 4 figures. And that's probably the same thing going on with this case assortment, that it's probably just refreshes to get these figures out there. And there's still no word or sighting of the missing female figures. That's the Zeo Yellow Ranger. She was listed on the box as Series 4, but Series 5 is now hitting the shelves, and we haven't seen her yet. Who knows, man, when we're going to... Yeah. I, I feel like they have to put her out somehow, even if it's late, even if it's like, right. you know, the one per, and she's going to show up in like series seven. I feel like if they don't put this toy out, it, well, I mean, is it really going to get worse than it really is now? Well, I don't know, but it could get bad. But still, my biggest gripe with it, it's like, why have a build a Zord figure if you're going to delay other parts of the Zord? People are going to have like a Zeo Megazord with no feet. Because the feet come with the ladies. So (laughs) it's going to be like a wheelchair driving Zord. I I don't know why they would do that. If they're going to pull moves like that, then just give us weapons. That way, whenever the Ranger comes out, we get it. But people are going to be having like half-built Megazords, and no one needs that. What do you do with them? Just set them there? Like lay it (laughs) down somewhere? Like what, what do you do with the Zord with no feet? Just leave it in its packaging, I guess. I mean, that's... It's bad. (laughs) Also, in Legacy, and I put this in quotation marks, Legacy Good vs. Evil 2-packs are out, the new ones. It was spotted at a Walmart in Las Vegas, and it has the silver Legacy packaging that we've been seeing on the new anniversary toys coming out. So the groupings are... Mystic Force Red Ranger versus Spellbinder. Probably put those two together because of magic. Silver Dino Charge versus Doomwing, which is great because a lot of people did not get that last set of figures. And then here's the new ones. Ninja Steel Yellow 
versus Spinferno. And right now, this will be the only way to get Spinferno because no one has spotted a single standalone version from the Ninja Steel Wave. And then it's the same thing with Madame Odious because she comes with the Wild Force Silver Ranger. And people are scratching their heads at that one, but I'm thinking it's because he's based on a wolf and she's based off of a fox. So you got kind of a canine thing going on. But still, now I have to pay $20 for a set instead of the actual figure I want for $10. Yeah, and the paint won't be any better either. Oh, no, of course not. Mm. These are just repackaged 5-inch figures. I'm not too thrilled about that being the only way to get those two figures, just because I'm a completionist. And there's also no word on that wave of the second half of those Ninja Training Mode figures either, because they were also supposed to be in that wave with the standalone Madame Odious and Spinferno. I don't know what they're doing distribution-wise lately. It's just kind of all over the place right now. And do you think they'd be holding them at all? Like, if the second half, they like, if they thought this half would be weaker, maybe use them to pad out an additional wave? Yeah, I think that's a possibility because I've seen the repackaged standalone Gold Ranger in the new Super Steel packaging. I've got him in the original Ninja Steel packaging, but obviously they can pad out and repackage these figures. But why I'm kind of angry about that is because with the old Ninja Steel packaging, with the Ninja figures, they had the cast photo, the individual actor, as the back of the card. And with the new packaging, you're not going to get that same pictures for the other three Ninja Steel Mm. Rangers. So it's frustrating because I was like, oh, wow, you know, I, I hadn't seen those press shots before. They look really cool. And now we may not be getting them if they repackage them. And that's kind of the bummer. It's not a deal breaker for me because I'd rather have the figure. But consistency wise and how they handled past couple waves, to me, it's just all over the place. But that's my gripes as a toy collector. So (laughs) (laughs) also really exciting. Power Rangers Legacy Wars is finally adding a new Megazord to the Megazord battle arena. And that's straight from Boom Comics, the Mega Black Dragon. And this was the crazy Zord that was earlier in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers comic series. And it looks sweet. It it really does. They did a, a nice like teaser video for it coming out, and it just made you go, okay, yeah, I want that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of his attacks and movesets were pretty awesome. And again, taken straight from the comics. I've been really impressed with Legacy Wars lately just because, I mean, I went gaga over cat ranger and the fact that even though she was on screen for like five minutes they pulled every single one of her attacks from the show and from the sentai footage as well and i cannot wait for more surprises like this it's really cool they're doing really awesome things there and i like that they've started doing uh more like streams when Mm -hmm. the new characters come out or maybe it was just me not noticing them doing them but I feel like they're reaching out more like to the community and doing these live streams and kind of Q and A's and showcasing the new Rangers. It's a, I mean, it's tough sometimes because, you know, it's like 
a Thursday at right. five, you know. <laughs> but they're a really interesting time to get to see the character really in action. And they also do giveaways. They'll do giveaways for shards for the characters. So. Yeah, I, th- I think they've done a really good job of giveaways and, and the streams. I've seen criticisms about how they're handling maybe some people taking advantage of the system and some pretty bad names that they should be really getting a crack on and that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. hopefully, I mean, content-wise, they're amazing, but hopefully they can get the administrative moderating stuff a little bit more in check, and I think it'll be a better game because of it. And there's always room for improvement, but... Oh, yeah. I'm booting this thing every day to, like, get my freebies and trying to get all the shards and stuff. Oh, yeah, I gotta get my daily... <laughs> My free alpha boxes, even if I'm playing or not. I gotta get my free alpha boxes. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, the Power Rangers Alien Encounters and Angel Grove book. This is coming in June 2018. It's a special tie-in book detailing various alien monster invasions from eyewitness perspectives. And the synopsis is... Take a trip across the cosmos with this comprehensive guide to every alien invasion in Power Rangers history. From notoriously nefarious villains like Rita Repulsa to goofball goons like Pumpkin Rapper, discover a world of monsters, mutants, beasts, and baddies in this collectible book for fans of all ages. I will say I am intrigued. I am really intrigued, and I'm wondering when it says every alien invasion, and then it's put... Angel Grove. And then they only mention Power Rangers stuff. So I'm like, I think they're going to use the comprehensive guide to every... They're going to say every alien invasion ever, just like they're going to say every female (laughs) ranger ever. (laughs) The cover, it's all Mighty Morphin monsters. It's the Red Ranger helmet. Angel Grove's in the title. And when they say comprehensive guide to every alien in Power Rangers history, I'll believe it when I see it. But I think it's it's kind of funny that, you know, it's from eyewitness perspectives. And to me, that it kind of feels like one of those books that are like one of those in-universe books, like surviving the zombie apocalypse type of things. Or what I've seen in Star Trek books, like they'll have a, a travel guide to Vulcan or something. So, I I feel like this is kind of the same thing. It'll be like an eyewitness encounter type of book. Watch out for this, and they do this, and that's what I'm expecting. I want pictures of, like, Zord destruction (laughs) and lawsuit filing. (laughs) That would be hilarious. So, ton of news, a ton of stuff coming out. There's something for everyone here. I think it's a good time to be a a Ranger fan for the 25th. Absolutely. I sure hope so. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to be positive, but here's hoping. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. They kind of have a track record, so. (laughs) Yeah. Well, for you, the listeners of Ranger Command Power Hour, Gamefly is offering a premium free trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To get your free trial today, go to GameflyOffer.com slash RangerCommandPH. Again, that's GameflyOffer.com slash ranger command ph for your free 30-day trial are you guys playing any awesome video games lately liz i don't know how you would with everything going on (laughs) uh like i play legacy wars my husband is actually uh he's a really big gamer and he and i'm i'd say he plays like rocket league and 
heroes and but right now he's on a big uh, dark souls kick Ooh. and so he plays video games on his computer and i like vicariously play video <laughs> games through him <laughs> like i watch him and and uh i get invested like i've, I've watched whole playthroughs of Breath of the Wild and Final Fantasy 15 and stuff. I do my own stuff while he's playing, and then I just, yeah. But right now, Legacy Wars is pretty much my game. Nice. Zach, what about you? Any cool video games lately? I have been playing pretty much nothing but Monster Hunter World for the last week and a half. It's insane. Like, I, I picked it up on a whim, and me and the guys just were like, oh, so let's see about Monster Hunter. Let's Let's all try that game together. And it's just, it sucked us right in. Yeah, I finished Assassin's Creed Origins, even the new DLC. So right now I am 100% achievements in that game. Felt really good. Congrats. Yeah, it was many, many hours, which I shall not count on here. Uh, but <laughs> uh, things I should have been I should have been doing other things. But right now I'm playing. It was a freebie on Xbox Live. It's the Telltale Games Back to the Future 30th Anniversary Edition. So I'm playing that. A huge fan of the original trilogy of of those movies, and I was super excited. There's an achievement right off the bat in the game because they were doing the opening scene from the first movie in the mall parking lot. And there's two dialogue choices you have. And if you pick the exact same things that he said in the movie, uh, you get a small, like, five-point achievement, and it's called Deja Vu. (laughs) So, uh, pretty hilarious. But, yeah, for any video game, uh, just go to Gamefly, and uh, there's my uh, big mid-roll ad. So, on to the main topic. We're talking Ranger Nation Spotlight with Ranger Liz and the Ranger Week in Review. And we had so many questions from our listeners, and uh, I also have some of my own questions, so... It's cool. I bribed them. It's fine. Oh, okay. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) So, whenever we do one of these Ranger Nation spotlights, I'm always curious what got people into Power Rangers. And uh, Tommy Brevard Jr. at Kid Flash DBN, he... Also had a similar question. What was your first Power Rangers experience? Maybe tell the listeners who haven't checked out your channel yet how you got into this whole crazy thing. Well, I mean, like a lot of people my age and some older than some, uh, I was at school. And I think it was in, what, like, second grade or something. It was, And I get to school and everybody's like, there's this awesome show. And they were talking about it. I'm like, okay, I have to call Power Rangers. I have to watch it when I get home. And so I watched uh, episode two. And I uh, I fell in love, and I watched it until, you know, everybody else my age kind of started getting out of it. So, like, I never really watched much Turbo. And when my nephew was seven, my sister was like, yeah, he's kind of want to watch Power Rangers. So I don't even know if it was on Netflix or when, but I was, like, on YouTube, like, trying to find clips to <laughs> be like, this is my... Cause I'd only ever see Mighty Morphin, and so I was like, what? What are you watching Jungle Fury? Man, you gotta watch Mighty Morphin. That's the best. (laughs) (laughs) And I I bought a Starlight Studios uh, pink communicator, and yeah, it wasn't until I I watched Dino Thunder. I was like, I gotta watch something that's not Mighty Morphin. And I started watching Dino Thunder, and I made my Ranger Twitter, which was kind of like my alter ego at the time i mm-hmm. guess because i wasn't i mean i didn't really like post about power rangers like on regular facebook so i made it and then i started stalking people in the ranger fandom and now they've eventually kind of called me friends <laughs> and now i'm here so, 
you are a friend. So yes, you, you have you have many friends here in Ranger Nation. So we'll get out the favorite question. Edward Sanchez at Edward is the man. He asked, "What's your favorite season of Power Rangers?" Uh, that's that's gotta, gotta be RPM. I love the fact that it is super Power Rangers campy one moment, and then there's really awesome writing the next, and uh, you just you get a taste of about anything you want in Power mm-hmm. Rangers. I think you can get in that season, and it's a really good gateway drug to uh, to other seasons. If people maybe don't like Power Rangers, uh, have them watch RPM, and from there. I think they might like it. Yeah, RPM is definitely a really great series, but anytime someone asks me what's my favorite season, it can change with the weather, or depending on how I feel that day. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I would say Dino Thunder holds a special place in my heart, because that was the first season that I watched that I wasn't looking at through, you know, seven-year-old eyes. Because, you know, Tommy was in it, and I only knew Mighty Morphin, and Dino Thunder, it did a good enough job that I watched it because of Tommy, but... I fell in love with it as a season and as a series as a whole. So it it has a lot of good things, right? So Dino Thunder also gets a good nod. Yeah, Dino Thunder was kind of like my gateway too back into the Ranger fandom after a few year hiatus. So (laughs) I feel like people our age, that's a pretty consistent answer I found out. Yeah, cool. So we'll talk a little bit about conventions next. And I met you at LexCon, met you in person. You're so huggable. Oh, thank you. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's you know, it's the cuddly uh, overweight factor that I got going on. So, yeah. <laughs> no. You look very friendly and welcoming. Thank you. To me, yeah. at least. <laughs> but, yeah, I think we interacted on Twitter first. We, interac- we interacted on Twitter first, and then I, I ran into you at LexCon. And then we all played pool at the bar that's like the the (laughs) hidden bar that apparently no one knows about but it's in plain sight (laughs) yeah it's the hidden bar in the basement (laughs) yeah because it was it was matt at zero the hero and you and your husband not husband time but and then yeah we're just chilling drinking and playing pool (laughs) and that's what it's all about i love cons i love cons. i don't barely get to go to them but i love them so much yeah they're a really fun time so we actually have uh, Steffi at Sapphire Steffi 5. She asked, having helped handle a few Rangers in the St. Louis area recently, what are some of your favorite moments being on the other side of the table? Hmm. So first off, I, I am so incredibly lucky that I had the opportunity to do this. It just, I guess it comes just, you know, Twitter friends and right, and right time mm-hmm. that Steffi, she's from a sapphire management and so she reached out to me she needed a handler for deborah stell phillips in st louis like a week (laughs) she was like it's like next weekend and so i'm like okay okay thanks i sit there and i'm like holy crap my husband's like well i'm like get on the other side of the table with the power ranger and she stuck with me for like 16 hours (laughs) like (laughs) so yeah it was a saturday sunday thing with her and then i gotta be the handler for mike jen it was like three days before his hyperforce episode oh my god uh, i gotta do that and so i gotta hang out with him it was a sunday for it was about eight hours it's, it's the little things you know like when you're 
you go into a con, and I don't know if anyone else does this, but you have these like random flashes of, oh, what if something happened and I had to help the Rangers? Like, <laughs> I swear everybody kind of does just for that brief second, you know? <laughs> and it was really cool. But Deborah So Phillips, was, she was so nice. And I think one of my, my favorite things with her was honestly just we were taking a break from her booth and we were in, there's like a concession area and it was like in a special room and we both just got coffee and we were just sitting there chatting about like our kids, like her little boy. Like we, we were just talking about our kids and hanging out and Mike, Jen, we had dinner after some of the con people and uh, we both, we had a beer it was just what we realized afterwards were the only two people that ordered a beer. But we're like, that's fine. And we just, you know, sat there and it was just really cool, like having a meal with them and having a drink and just talking about random life stuff. I had to drive him to an ATM. I've had two Power Rangers <laughs> in my car. Like, how random is my life right now? <laughs> That's crazy. And yeah, you got to do a little side interview with uh, Mike Jen, and he just seems like the best dude ever. He he really was. He was so excited because like, with the Hyperforce stuff, he wanted to get caught up on it. And so I was just streaming the episodes through Netflix through my phone. And we were sitting there in between before they opened and whatever and at lunch. He was watching RPM with me on my phone. Like we were watching power rangers rpm and i'm sitting next to my gin and he's like oh yeah i remember this and oh yeah and i'm like well what about and i how crazy i'm like i, I just had a random power ranger question pop in my head and i just asked the actor i pinched myself quite a few times that day <laughs> kind of have to check yourself right a <laughs> little bit little bit i got home and i'm just like did that happen it's awesome there are people too and when you get to you know, sit down and actually talk with them. It's a really great experience. Volunteer at a con. I know consort is looking for volunteers, so maybe, maybe. <laughs> if, you, if you ever want a chance, uh, volunteer at your local cons and maybe you'll get hooked up to, to be a handler for someone. And also a big part of conventions is cosplay. So tell us a little bit about your ranger cosplays, maybe some cosplay memories or experiences that you've had. My first, okay, well, when I was like seven, I had the Red Ranger costume <laughs> for Halloween, so I don't, I don't know if that really counts, though. Uh, my first one was I put together a uh, Kira from Dino Thunder Yellow. It was my first ever LexCon, so we were all rocking it. It was me and uh, my friends Nick and Brad, and uh, you know we all had our morphers on. And we were running around the con, but I fell in love. I saw, I finally got to see suits, like the real suits firsthand like look at them i was sitting next to a panel next to someone so i'm like can i like just touch your helmet please <laughs> you know like a huge creeper and i decided i was like i i have to get one i have to get one and so i saved up and i got myself a go kaiser slash super mega force yellow suit and i i love it i've gotten to wear it to uh i wore it to a kid's birthday party oh that's awesome he, you would think that, but he was scared to death. It was. Oh. <laughs> and the thing was, he was wearing the Super Mega Force red costume. It was a Power Ranger birthday party. He had a Dino Charge cake. He had uh, my friend Nick has a Dino Thunder black costume. And so, like, here we are. Like, we had to get changed at his house. My husband's driving us in full suits. In the car to this kid's house, and we go in, and he opens the door up, wearing a Power Ranger suit, and he's, he's, I think, like, five or six, and he's just like, ah, 
ah! like just runs to find his dad. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, well, that could have gone better. <laughs> after a while, he warmed up to us and we were taking some pictures. We took the helmets off. And, and then afterwards, actually, we went to a bar. So here I am in full Gokai yellow outfit and i just take my helmet off like full thing drinking a beer and mind <laughs> you this isn't halloween right either. this is this kid's birthday party in like august <laughs> <laughs> random two power rangers having a beer why not well, yeah why not <laughs> yeah oh i was gonna say i did get to meet sierra hannah while wearing my suit and that was pretty cool that's awesome that photo's cool i got to see your gokai outfit at luxcon and your husband was Gokai Red. Yes. So yes, that was that pretty is. sweet. Shh, don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he has he has some people, but he supports me and my craziness. And mm-hmm. he thought it would be really fun because he, I mean, he saw what little kids were like. And they, you know, they saw their hero and he was like, you know what? He's like, I'll, I'll do it too. And. Uh, it's pretty. I'm I'm married to a Red Ranger, so I'm doing okay, actually. <laughs> One of my favorite costumes that you did was the Gender Ben Coda. Yeah, that was that fun. was so cool. You looked like I mean, the jacket was like legit. Uh, that the took shorts. a lot of hours. I hand hand every bit of distressing you saw on that that was by hand with tweezers it's the most ever worked for a costume and i'm thank you so much for saying that because that it means a lot to me because i i work really hard my husband helps a lot too with just the metal like hand i hand me the necklace so many pictures and still that I had to take. Oh my god. Yeah, I can imagine. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed one day I'm, I'm going to meet Yoshi Sidarso and, and I'm going to have my, my thing on and my, my cosplay. And that would, <laughs> that would be really cool to have him to just see like what he thinks uh-huh. of, of what I managed to do with from a very amateur, very amateur cosplayer. <laughs> Do you have any other cosplay plans coming up or any conventions coming up that you're planning on going to? It's probably hard with children. And... With Gokai Baby takes up some time. That's yeah. very true. <laughs> Cosplays, I well, right, to be honest right now, I'm still trying to lose a lot of baby weight, and so I need to get back into, so my, my big goal is getting back into my spandex and, and rocking that. No, you know, I don't have any... Well, I do have a dinosaur blow-up inflatable suit that I'll probably be bringing to the next convention. So, maybe I'll turn that into a Power Ranger. <laughs> Hopefully, fingers crossed, I have the tentative... I know this is so many, like, build-ups, but if, you know, I'm, I'm going to piece out a bit of my Legacy collection, I think, and uh, the plan is I'm going to head to Power Morphicon and uh, hang out with you guys. Woo! Yeah! So... That would be awesome. Okay, so anybody want to buy a Titanus and a Blade Blaster? <laughs> a little sales link at the bottom of this. No, I, I just, I want to go so bad. I've, I've wanted to, the reason I started at Gokai Ranger was because I wanted a Power Ranger outlet and because PMC 2014, I guess, it just happened. And I followed so many people who were at conventions that I was going to go to Lexicon, and I wanted to, because there are so many rangers there, I wanted to be able to give back to the people who I followed during during Morphicon. And so I started it to help at Lexicon to share it with people and 
to be able to go to Morphicon would be, I don't know, almost like the accumulation of my ranger journey in a weird way. That's, wow, that's deep. <laughs> well, I mean, that kind of leads us into the, the next thing about actually talking about Ranger Week in Review. And I know starting a YouTube channel is hard, you know, coming out with a schedule and just sticking to it and all that stuff. So maybe tell us how you got this all started and, you know. I was drunk. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's a good way to start things. (laughs) Okay, that's half an exaggeration and half the truth. I'd been wanting to do a show for a long time. I'd been wanting to have a YouTube show for a long time. And I just, I never pulled the trigger on it. I was like, my life is pretty boring for the most, you know, I, I don't, I don't have a thing. And then how many times someone was like, oh, what would your, oh, what would you, what do you wish your job would be? And I'm like, oh, I wish I could just be a Power Ranger fan. You know, like, how can I be a Power Ranger fan and have it be my job? It's like, content creator. It's unpaid. It's a job. <laughs> and, uh, no, I just, I've been wanting to do it for a really long time. And it took... There was it was one night. It was the twenty. It was the twenty fourth anniversary actually of Power Rangers, and I've been thinking about launching it. And I, and I, you know, my finger on the trigger, and I admittedly had a few that night. I, I don't really remember why, but I had a few, and I was just like, "Screw it, I'm doing it!" And I got out my webcam and I recorded this little thing about me starting a YouTube channel, and I posted it before I could change my mind. So I was like, "Well." <laughs> Now I gotta do that. So, so I recorded the first episode, and I'm not kidding you. I'm like, I don't know how I'm gonna edit this thing. Like, what am I doing? And I, of course, was like, it's coming out on Friday, and no idea what I'm doing. And yeah, I've had like hard drives fail on me since then. I've had just stands break, and it's been a crazy six months. But it was gonna be like the 10 minute Toku show or something, and I was gonna talk. Every Power Rangers of Toku, and I was gonna do it in ten minutes <laughs> <laughs> because you know, clearly you can't. No, then I decided to do Rangers the bit of Toku, and I mean where I wanted, and that's where it started. And it's like I know what I wanted as an end goal. You know, it's like what what do you wish your channel could be? And I'm like, okay, I have that, but I knew where I wanted to start, and the Ranger Week in Review, just sh- sharing my love of Power Rangers with everyone is. I just kind of felt like this was naturally, like, the best show for me to start with. Oh, yeah, definitely. And you recently spun off to the Toku Week in Review. It got too long. <laughs> it, it, it just kept getting longer and longer. And, to- and you see all the stuff that's happening, like, the rumors. And it's crazy, because if it's not the new Sentai stuff, it's the new Rider stuff. And, yeah, it just got too big, so I decided that it needs its own show so I can dedicate my focus, like refocus myself and mm-hmm. give it its own time and, and also breathing space. Cause the shows, they're very much living, breathing things. Like they're going to change a bit and I don't want to hold the ranger part of my show back for what I want to do on Toku and, and vice versa. Cause they're similar, but they're definitely their own monsters. Oh yeah. That's why we're a power Rangers podcast and not talking about everything. <laughs> Cause, so much news! Because the show would be like three hours long at that point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do it once a week and it's there's not enough time to get to everything that I could probably talk about. So, Hassan Ahmed, uh, Hassan Ahmed 120, oh, he asked... Hassan. Yeah, Hassan in the house. He asked, 
what are your goals for the YouTube channel and how do you manage with all of the ways that YouTube is making it difficult for content creators? My main goal, if you said, what's your big five year, if you could do anything with this channel and whatever would it be, I would love to be able to travel to whatever cons Power Rangers are at and bring you panels and interviews and content like from the conventions and just bringing everything Power Rangers to people more. And I would, of course, take thousands and thousands and thousands of subscribers and stuff to do. But, you know, if I had one wish and I said if I could do anything with the channel, if money was no object, I would travel all over. I would travel to to London to the comic cons across the world that Rangers are at and showcase what Power Rangers is in these other places. All the while also still giving you more news than you ever want to know. (laughs) And I try to diversify, I guess. YouTube is just, I just see it as I'm going to keep putting my stuff up. And I try to post on Facebook groups and I post on Twitter and I post on Reddit. And I just try to get the word out any way I can. And hopefully little bit by little bit, you know, people subscribe and I don't know. I never really thought I was going to make much money off of it. So <laughs> I figured if any money, I'm going to go to Power Morphicon. That's what I told myself. But uh, I just keep diversifying it. And maybe if I do, you know, a show, I'll, I talk about Legacy Wars. I talk about it's just Power Rangers to some sense, but it's the video game part, the comic book part, the TV show part. And I just hope being kind of diverse helps the little YouTube algorithm to have me hit a few more people. Yeah. I mean, good luck trying to figure that thing out. I I completely gave up on my YouTube channel when I found out that podcasting would definitely get me more reach, but there's so many different ways and so many different content creators and there's so many different ways to do things, but I have all the respect in the world for people like you that are pushing it on YouTube and just coming out with almost daily content because that takes a lot of discipline. It takes a lot of hard work editing and and all that stuff. So totally respect like people like Hassan, like Brian, like you, anyone in this fandom doing that thing because I know how hard it can be. The YouTube original is like, comment and subscribe. Wait, is that how that works on podcasts? Do I have to ask (laughs) for like, comment and subscribe on podcasts? (laughs) Uh, well, we will have all the links to your stuff in the show notes. So okay, sorry, it's it's embedded in yeah, the, yeah. The thing. I can't turn the camera off until I say like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> and then Sapphire Stuffy again with a great question. She said, "What do you hope your channel will do for fellow women in the fandom?" I don't know. I when I started, I didn't think of it at all as like being a female voice in it. But I I guess maybe it'll help prove that there's at least dozens of us <laughs> <laughs> we're there i i don't know maybe it'll just help more females that are fans i mm. I'm, I'm guilty of it but you know when i'm talking online to people on twitter where you know someone's behind a handle and it, it's gender neutral handle i honestly just assume they're men i assume mm. most people in the ranger fandom are guys and you know hey my youtube demographics like of my viewers are guys. So that is a good chunk of the fandom, but that's, you know, there's still 25% of us are out there. And I don't know, maybe it'll let more girls, ladies be like, oh, 
I'm not the only insane one who's trying to manage <laughs> all of this. And it's weird having a, a kid and getting super busy to decide to take a make a hobby that takes up all of my free time. <laughs> but it's doable. It's doable. Yeah, well, you're proof of that, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it must be crazy. And, and that kind of gets to another point. I'm going to kind of jump around a bit because I think this yeah. fits. Joshua Aaron Moore at Kentucky Jam, he said, right on about you being on the show. He said, I'd like to hear Liz talk about what it's like trying to balance motherhood and fandom. My daughter dances to the Q-Ranger theme. <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, seriously, guys, it is oh my God. horrible. And then she, like, watches because she likes the bright colors. Um, she's only one, so she doesn't really, really know <laughs> what's going on. It's a lot of my phone. It's mm -hmm. staying up. Like, I just stay on Twitter whenever I can, and that helps me with any breaking news. I follow a lot of news sites, and pretty much any anytime something happens, I... I try to get it, and I try to retweet it, and then I, I send them back and forth between my, my personal Twitter and then my show Twitter, and I just send uh, private email tweets back to each account a lot, and it's like anytime I find a link, I'm like, just, I, I do that. And it's a tough balance, you know, she, I wake up, and that's my, my job. I'm a stay-at-home mom, actually, so mm -hmm. my job is to take care of my daughter, and it's it's a thing. It's trying to record during naps uh, alongside trying to get anything else done around the house and taking care of her. But nap times is usually when I try to record or as soon as my husband gets home, bless him. He's seriously, he, I could not do any of this without him. I really couldn't. Mm. On Thursdays is when I record uh, Ranger Weekend Review and Toku Weekend Review. I record them back to back. And he completely, like, takes her, and that's when I have to, you know, I get the lights and everything set up. I have to go through every website again to make sure nothing has happened right before I hit record. And he, you know, completely just, he takes over, and same with Hyperforce coming up. Three hours is a long, dedicated time, and it's it's oh, tough yeah. whenever I've just left, like, there's my husband and my kid in the living room. And the only way I can hear it is if I have headphones on, so I kind of have to be able to step away for a bit. But mm -hmm. we really make it work with him being a video gamer. Like, he understands, you know, like, I understand when he just puts his headphones and he wants to play for a while. And so he gives me that whenever I'm needing to do Ranger stuff. And we've just made it work. That's awesome. I think I, I know once I am I have a kid at some point, <laughs> I really don't know what's going to happen fandom-wise for me. But hopefully I can, you know, follow your example and just continue to have that balance, you know? Yeah, it's definitely a balance, but it's also really exciting because as a mom in the fandom as much as I am, it's going to be really cool being able to pass that on to her and... Mm -hmm. I mean, knowing my like, maybe she'll hate Power Rangers. She'll like, she's like, I only want to watch My Little Pony and, and other <laughs> show. And I, what do you do? I mean, like, right. oh, okay. But I think it's really cool that she's kind of watching him with me, and I'll let her, you know, grab a piece of a Zord or something here and there. And she's always crawling towards if I had anything out. And I'm really excited to be able to pass that onto her it's a cool gift that power Rangers has given us that by staying on for 25 years is thus you know us who were kids when i first started we were already passing it on to our kids and oof, man we're power ranger 50 yet <laughs> i i mean hopefully it can last that long <laughs> 
Our good old pal, RJ, Anime Redneck 96, wants to know, what's been your favorite part about Ranger Week in review so far? We're learning new things. Like, I didn't ne- I know anything about how to make a YouTube show. I didn't know how to film a show. I didn't know how to edit anything. I'd never done any of this before. And uh, it's been really cool just getting uh, to learn new things. And also just, it- it's opened a lot of cool opportunities for me and getting to talk more Power Rangers with more people, and it's been pretty cool. Yeah, when I was doing a web series for a while, that was probably my favorite part, too, was kind of, like, learning how everything worked and how to do the filming, do the editing, and make the product, and then that interaction you get, too, with, with you know, your audience is always a ton of fun, too. Yeah, isn't it that great feeling whenever you hit publish, and it's it's there, and <laughs> it's you're just, just like... out in the world. You gave birth, it was your baby, and there it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I did YouTube stuff, and I kind of wanted to get back into it, you know, I, I see Hassan, Brian, you, you know, you guys are killing it, and it's kind of inspired me in a way. Like, I said this on Geek Each Week when I was on Brian and Chris's podcast, it's like, I see my friends doing these YouTube daily things, and it's like, I kind of want to get back into that. I know my podcast is one platform, but there's so many other things you can do with video. And I feel like the cool thing with video is that you can definitely make it more personal. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's a strange thing, because it's, okay, it's me, but I'm, I'm talking about Power Rangers, but at the end of the day, it's still, you know, it's my face on a camera. It's my, you know, messy shelves in the background, and oh. Messy shelves in the background. <laughs> but it, it's cool. Good luck, man. I'd be more than happy to... I mean, I've learned a little bit. I've learned mm-hmm. a little bit. I can help. <laughs> Maybe. I've only been at this... I actually am getting ready to do episode... Uh, this Friday will be episode 24. Right, I've oh, not nice. missed Friday yet. So we my 24th episode of the Ranger Weekend Review. Wow, it's, it's almost yeah. been half a year already? Yeah. Wow. It, isn't that... It's, yeah, it seems like just yesterday I was like baking i was like if you guys could please retweet and, start channel. <laughs> and now i've just left it up to the youtube gods and <laughs> we'll see where it goes well i mean i think the uh quality of your show just the video quality too is is awesome thanks that's that would be that's my camera that was also that was a gift for my husband <laughs> way to uh congratulate me for sticking with it and to encourage me to stick with it too I'm just curious, because I'm curious what everyone uses to edit, but what do you use to edit? I use Windows Movie Maker to do the base, like, rough Uh edit of video, simply because in After Effects, I can't... I have After Effects for, like, all the layering. Right. But my computer, as decent as my computer is, I have 16 gig RAM, but I still can't watch it in real time, so I unfortunately have to do video editing in one, and then I have to export that, and then I have to put it into After Effects, and then I add the layers, and then I export that, and then I upload it. (laughs) All right, well, uh, yeah, I'm just curious, because everyone has a different workflow, and... Please teach me better ones. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Actually, there's a couple programs I'm I'm looking into that are, are free, but have, like, a lot of functionality, so... I'm going to try some out this weekend, and I'll let you know for sure. Thanks, because I also like free. Free is good. I'm an Adobe guy. I I use it at work all the time, but Premiere can be pretty resource hog. My computer cannot handle that. (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, I, I built my computer to play WoW and stuff at full max resolution, so I'm, I'm thankful that I built it, because now it's my video editing machine. Nice. And then Common Ranger Bat on Instagram asked this, and, and I was confused, like, I didn't know what he was saying at first, but <laughs> he asked, uh, why is the Tommy Ranger key considered the salt? So when you take this with a grain of salt or whatever, and you've got the Tommy yeah. Ranger Tra- key. Translucent Tommy. Yeah. I'm also a sucker for alliteration. <laughs> yeah, it's just translucent Tommy. He was just there. I was... I was trying to do a, you know, like, oh, get ready, everybody, grab your salt shakers. And I'm, you know, I look behind me on my shelf, and all I have are, like, ranger keys. Ranger keys are the only thing to me that I'd be, like, willing to maybe have something happen to. <laughs> and so I grab one, well, like, so I look, you know, this all takes place in a split second. And I see the translucent white ranger key from the Super Mega Force line. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that looks like a salt shaker. So, so I just started grabbing him and... At the end, like, I, you know, I'd be pretending to shake him. Then at the end, I would throw him on the ground, like, to end the show. Because I, I just did it once, and then I just kept doing it when I had him in my hand. And he's not in great shape now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. I mean, his hinge is a little loose. And, and then, like, for a while, he refused to come out, and he wouldn't do the show. And I had to, like, sacrifice a different... It was It's terrible. He's really hard to work with, is what I'm saying. <laughs> But but he's a trooper. It reminds me when we used to do JDF one. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's somewhere. I don't even know if I put him back up properly on my shelf or if I just let him I just let him go. <laughs> Matt Dickens hashtag team Lupin Ranger at Matt Dickens fifty five. He asked when will you and the Gokai family come back to Lexington? Alas, I am pretty sure I'm actually going to have to skip Lexington if I'm going to go to more fun. Yeah. So I'm going to have to, uh, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I, if there's a way I can still make it, I hope, I, I mean, if there's a way, I'm going to try to go. But I've been to Lexington a few years and I've never been to Morphicon. So if I have to put all my money in one basket, it's unfortunately uh, to the Lexington people, it's it's going to be to Morphicon. That's a good rule of thumb because the last time I mean, Zach and I went to Lexington and what was that, 2015, 16? When was it? Mm, I was 15, I think. Yeah. I think it was 15. Yeah, wow, gosh. But I always say, if it's a Pomorphicon year, I kind of have to skip Lexington if I can't afford it. Because, I mean, I, I love LexCon. It's an awesome convention. But I'll definitely stick with them on the non-PMC years. Because they always have a really good crop of of power mm-hmm. into guests. They do. And they give them a lot of panels, too. Like, they show them the love. Oh, yeah. Uh, lots of shout-outs when they're hitting the floor. And lots of panels. <laughs> kind of bummed i'm missing it this year because isn't amy joe johnson coming back mm-hmm. so is Catherine sutherland yeah. and uh rico shiba so i mean it's it's the pink three of those sets yeah yeah uh, i haven't met amy joe johnson in person yet and i'm just kind of like mm, i really hope she power morph <laughs> yeah yeah i'm so glad that she's to lexcon in 2014 mm-hmm. was it yeah 2013 2014 and you know she went to it and everyone's like oh she ugh. it just drove me crazy a lot of people think that she hates all the fans and she only does stuff and you know she had a legit excuse with her social anxiety and stuff right. and she did a con 
and guess what? Now she's like doing normal cons and on the floor, you know, with everyone. It just it just took her a little bit. You know, people are shy. It was tough for me being the handler on the other side of the booth. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine being the, the talent, like the person that coming up to you talking to it. <laughs> anyway, TLDR, go meet Amy Johnson. <laughs> And then these are kind of some random questions I think we we all can answer. First, Chris Yellow of KO35 at Mr. Yellow asked, What is one thing you would change about Power Rangers as it is today? Writing. Yeah. (laughs) If they they simply had better writing on the TV show, I think it would bring the low of the fandom, the low of the, the series just up so much higher just by better writing. I would get it away from Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon has mismanaged the property ever since they got it. My answer is kind of a combination of both of yours. <laughs> because, <laughs> because seriously, I think when it's not the TV show, it's awesome. Like Boom Studios, like the comics, the interactive thing with, with Hyper RPG. Not toys all the time, but the main crop and bread and butter of of the franchise is the television show. So in my mind, it's like, why wouldn't you put more resources into making the TV show the best it could be? Because that costs money. Right. And that's the sad thing. I think that they're kind of just trying to bleed the rock dry and make it for as cheap as possible. And, but you can make a show cheaply, but you can still have better writing, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, I don't mm-hmm. want writing interns that have never worked on a TV show before be promoted to, like, top writing positions. That's not, that's not how the world works. <laughs> that's not how any of this works. <laughs> <laughs> not how this works. But, and yeah, the whole Nickelodeon thing. I'm just, I'm so sick to death of super seasons and no more than what's going on right now, because the title of the show is Super Ninja Steel. But in the show, they're always saying Ninja Super Steel. And it's like, guys, can you at least get on the same page in your own show, please? No, they need a chat. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> like a wipe off board. They can just write the name of the show on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if uh, whiteboard's in their budget, so... <laughs> oh. uh, Toku Chris asked, Fans always talk about giving up on the franchise. What singular thing do you think could or would make that happen for you? I, I really don't know if what would make me give up on it, because even if the show ended, mm-hmm. as long as... Power Rangers in some way, shape, or form, whether it be the comics or Hyperforce or whatever. Yeah, I, I don't know what would make me just give up other than just burnout. Mm-hmm. Other than just how long can I keep up this amount of dedication to everything? And, you know, whether that would be I just give up on part of the franchise or whatever, but it's it would probably just be burnout. Even during the bad times, Power Rangers has still always been there for me. I will give up when Power Rangers gives up. Yeah. When they say, that's it, no more Power Rangers, that's when I'll say, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel the same way, and I'm I'm not trying to say, like, hey, both of your answers are great again, but, uh, but it's true. Like, if Power Rangers said, all right, guys, it's been a great 25th anniversary, and we're canceling the show, it's done, I would be uh. like all right, well, then I can't do a podcast on it because nothing's going to happen. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. I, I think we all do the things that we do in the fandom to help promote the show because we love it. And we want to make sure that it, it succeeds. So if I feel that I'm trying harder than the franchise, then yeah, the, the burnout will definitely be strong. But if Power Rangers calls it quits, I think I'll take a break. I'll go see if uh, Talking Toku needs a new player. <laughs> I guess I would only do one. No, man, I still talk about everything that's going on. Power... If there's no Power Ranger news, I guess Fridays would just be the Toku Weekend Review. <laughs> Paul at FF Justice asks, do you think the Gal Rangers Wild Force Morpher bot mode during their morph is super unnecessary? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so... Well, Liz, it's been awesome having you on Ranger Command. Oh, thank you guys so much. Every once in a while, I had to catch myself. Like, I was listening, and I was like, wait, I'm not just listening. Like, I'm supposed to be a part of this. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I'm used to hearing your guys' voice, you know? I'm like, dude, dude. I'm like, oh, my bad. <laughs> wait, I have to answer a question? You made me very, very comfortable. You were so easy to work with. Thank you. Oh, yeah, for sure. Since this episode is about you, it's time to plug your stuff. Plug my stuff. So where can listeners find you online, your channel, website, anything and anything you want to promote? Here's the time. All right. Uh, well, I am on Twitter at Gokai Ranger. Uh, the name on there is just Ranger. I also have on Twitter at Ranger WI review because ranger weekend review wouldn't fit so it looks like ranger wire view i know i thought it was like wisconsin like ranger wisconsin review (laughs) hey yeah we're gonna need some cheesy (laughs) oh oh, yeah don't you know um Don't you know? Uh, clearly, I'm, I'm on YouTube. Name on YouTube is just Ranger Liz. I do. Monday's usually the bonus. Who knows what? Like this week was Shattered Grid, and then I did kind of a vlog uh, talking about the newest episode of Super Ninja Steel along with the Toy Hunt. Wednesdays, I do a Hyperforce show talking about it. Fridays is the Ranger Week in Review and the Toku Week in Review. And then whenever I can uh, squeeze in, I do any other bonus videos. <laughs> yeah, so basically, you find me on YouTube and Twitter. I am on Instagram. Uh, ranger underscore liz and i am on uh facebook at power ranger liz but if you want to reach me it's it's twitter Mm -hmm. it's just it's in me i tweet or i bleed twitter blue (laughs) and youtube i guess maybe youtube red too but not really youtube red you don't you don't have to pay for my content For our listeners, we'll have all those links in our show notes on our uh, website. Liz, you are more than welcome to come back anytime for Ranger Command. Thank you. Not if Zach wants to talk, but thank you. I'll talk to you one day, buddy. I mean, I got I got my, my words in during the news stories, so that's... All right. <laughs> Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So, uh, Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com. We're on Twitter at rangercommandph, on Facebook and Instagram at rangercommandpowerhour, all one word. And Liz's content, you'll find all those links on our show page. Liz, once again, thank you so much. Thank you so much, guys. Congratulations on four years. You guys have a great thing going here, and uh, it's much appreciated. Awesome. Ranger Nation, we are out, and see you next time.
You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphing Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at rangercommandph and like us on facebook.com slash rangercommandpowerhour. This is Truckee B47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour, and you are listening to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. Ranger Command is now on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks 